Hello, and welcome back to Soul Chat with Lauren and Christy. Tonight, Lauren and I wanted to talk about the topic of trust. We've sort of been brainstorming all day about what we wanted to talk to you guys about. We had a different, a few different topics we were kicking around, but this idea of trust, this topic of trust just really kept coming up for both of us lately in our personal lives. And I think most of us who are on a, the path of a spiritual growth path or a personal growth journey, we've heard of this idea or this concept of you are always exactly where you need to be. And that's such a comforting idea. And I think Lauren and I, I think both subscribe to that concept and believe in it. And when you can actually be in that energy and feel that energy of being exactly and knowing ex- you're exactly where you need to be, it's such a an amazing feeling. But if we're being honest, we don't all feel that way all the time. And it, it can sometimes be a challenge to stay in that energy of feeling that the universe has our back, that everything around us is unfolding for our highest good, that... Um, especially when things maybe don't look so good on the outside or you're going through a more of a challenging time or maybe you're just not feeling in the flow of life. It can be tougher to really subscribe to that idea of trusting the process of your life as it's unfolding. So that's what we wanted to talk to you guys about today because that's something that both of us are um it's, it's coming up for us and we are both really trying to to bring that energy back to the forefront of our lives currently. So um, that's what we wanted to share with you guys today. So what does it, first of all, what does it feel like to be in the energy of trust when you're in the energy of trusting that everything in your life is unfolding as it's meant to? I, I'm sure we've all been there at one point or another, whether we consciously realize it or not, when you're in that energy, that life is just flowing as it should. It's it's comforting. You feel alive. You feel free. You feel peaceful. You feel taken care of. You don't really have to worry about what to do or um, or what to say to people or, or anything. You just feel like everything in your life is free-flowing and to look at the other side of the coin, what does it feel like to be, to not be in the energy of trust? And, and that's when we're spending a lot of time feeling anxious. Um, that's when we're controlling or trying to control outcomes, when we are struggling, striving, um, when we are caught up in the future or um, thinking about the past and wishing that the present could be different. That's what it feels like to not be in the energy that everything is exactly as it needs to be in this moment. Hey guys, it's Lauren. I'm actually sitting here, to be honest, in (laughs) doing a yoga pose. As we speak, as you know, I'm a yoga teacher and as we sit here and cast, I am uh, giving myself a little bit of self-love lying here in a yoga pose. So um, anyway, giving you guys a little visual. But <laughs> um, anyway, I wanted to tell you about this experience I had this morning in teaching my yoga class that I thought we had our left hand on the heart and the right hand on the belly and we're meditating, and, and I asked 
my students to feel their heart beating and the belly rise and fall with the breath. And I thought, well, as I felt my own heartbeat, that if the universe and or God can allow this heart to beat on its own, then why do I ever experience a distrust? So if something so profound is taken care of for me naturally, something so vital, then how can I distrust that everything else wouldn't just work itself out, that the universe is not taking care of that as well? If something outside of me is making sure that my heart is working, my heart is beating, and that I'm taking breath, then we can be in trust. So I just had that kind of like aha moment this morning in class. And you know, you also look at nature and think, well, you know, the flowers just grow on their own and trees just grow on their own and it rains on its own and we don't have to control that. There's a sort of a divine divine order to things. There's, there's something that is going on outside of us that is just happening naturally without us having to have a tight grip on it. And we just trust. You just know that the flowers are going to bloom in the spring and that's it. You just trust. You just water it and trust, let it go. So, um, I think of it in terms of that with trusting that is something to kind of look at. Right. So I want you all to think of an area in your life right now where you're currently, not trusting. Um, maybe it's a situation where you feel like you wish you had done something differently or, you know, for a lot of us, I think as women or, you know, people in general, we tend to compare ourselves to others. For example, I think a lot of us women who are single still tend to look at our married friends with kids and, and wonder if, why has our life not unfolded in that way at this stage? And so it can be a challenge sometimes to, to lean into that, um, that idea that there is a higher power that's looking after you, that's guiding you, that's, that's far more intelligent than, than anything you can imagine that is allowing your life and creating your life to unfold exactly as it needs to be. So I want you to think about that situation in your life right now. And there's probably already something that's coming to mind. And what if you, I'm actually going to steal a page from Lauren's book because she is talking about this meditation earlier. And I'm going to ask you to picture yourself 10 years from now, looking back on this situation and and imagining your future self comforting you and telling you that, you know, everything is going to be fine. Um, picture where, where you think you might be in 10 years from now. What is that future self doing? What are they saying to you? And picture them just reminding you that everything is unfolding now as it should be. And allow yourself to really bask in that energy that everything is being taken care of. One of the things Lauren and I were talking about when we were coming up with ideas for this podcast was the idea that if you think about anything in the past that you've ever worried about and, you know, at the time maybe it seemed like a negative situation or a situation that you maybe wanted to go differently or wished that it had gone differently, looking back now with the perspective you have now, with the knowledge you have now, 
I'm guessing you can look back on that situation and realize that it unfolded in the exact way that it needed to, that it was an opportunity for you to grow yourself, maybe in strength or in experience, or maybe that situation that you wanted so badly in the past would no longer serve the person who you are today. So that's one way that we can look back and really gain that perspective and healing from that trauma, healing from that past, healing from that situation is, is looking back at it and going, well, that was a necessary step to be where I am today or who the, who I am today. Um, the ego mind wants to create stories around the past, you know, and, and mostly we learn within our spiritual studies that the past is just a perception, like a, an illusion, not even real, that the past is just like a story that you make up, right? So yeah, the ego wants to create a story around your past, but when we're out of trust in the present, it's because we're dwelling on this past story that's not even true half the time and then, or all the time. <laughs> if it's anything that's not love, then yeah. And also future tripping, I was gonna say, or- right? Being too caught up in the future that is going to take you out of your present and out of trust because you're you're so anxious about future that you're not in the moment fully being in trust. So, you know, you can um, throughout the day just stop yourself and take a breath and just breathe in that love and trust and trusting that you are exactly where you need to be in this moment, as Christy said, and that all the right people and opportunities and circumstances come your way in the exact time that it needs to, not a moment too late. So if you have that absolute certainty and trust, then you you liberate yourself, really. I mean, you like you think about the moments that you are in trust, think of how I'm present, like how free you feel. Like I know we've all had those moments where we're just like bathing in like love and trust and it just feels so good Mm -hmm. you know you feel so um free liberated Mm -hmm. then the opposite is true when you're in distrust you feel all like kind of clenched up and just you know physiologically you feel tense and closed down marianne williamson says like in every moment you have a choice between opening your heart and closing it or essentially choosing between love and fear so fear is basically just mistrust, distrust, mm-hmm. right? So um, just if you think about, you know, even times that you, you feel like you're totally trusting someone, the experience is so much fuller with that person. So what particular type of experience are you referring to? I kind of thought of um, <laughs> just, okay, if you have children listening right now, please pause it, tell them to go into the other room or cover their ears. But the um, concept of people say that, you know, sex can be amazing with the person that you love and trust. Well, there's a reason for that. You know, when you're in trust with this person, then you feel totally open, you know, and so you're going to be more free and less closed up. It's going to feel better on every level, you know, because we're not just physical beings, we're mental, emotional, spiritual 
beings. So when you're in that trusting, open-hearted place, then of course the physical things are going to feel better. So I'm just giving Lauren a hard time because she brought up the sex analogy earlier and it was actually a really good one. <laughs> it works sometimes, you know, after hours on the cast here. So that's okay. We're all friends here. <laughs> We're all friends. So, um, but it's so true. And if you think about it, anytime when you're in full trust, it really just opens you up to, it frees up your mind and your senses and opens you up to fully experiencing what's in front of you. So it, it's, it, it really goes hand in hand with being fully present in your life. And it allows for a deeper and richer experience um, of any part of our lives. So that's, that's what the goal is. That's what our aim is, is to live our lives in full trust so that we can open up and just experience our lives. And one thing that also really helps is just to take a step back from the human experience. You know, Lauren said it, we're you know, no long, we're not just physical beings, we're spiritual, we're emotional beings. I think so many times we get so caught up in the quote unquote human drama of our lives, what's going on, what so-and-so is doing that we don't like, or what situation do we wish in our lives were different when we really, it better serves us to take a step back and recognize that again, from a spiritual perspective, anything that is occurring in your life is as it should be and creating the maximal potential for your spiritual growth. Mm -hmm. So whether that's a challenging situation, maybe it's a situation at work where you're being asked to rise up to reach your full potential, you know, and that can be a scary thing. Every situation in our lives, literally that we're dealing with relationship, career, friendships, family struggles is there to bring about our highest spiritual potential. And when we're able to step back and take a look at it from that perspective, then we can much more easily accept those challenging times and much more easily and readily trust that the universe is providing for us exactly what we need right when we need it. Right. So that goes back to um, FOMO, the idea of fear of missing out. We got to also, we always have to bring up FOMO in every cast because we love that acronym and it's relevant. Yeah. So the idea that being out of trust is a fear of losing something or someone, right? Fear of lack, fear of losing. So, um, losing out or missing out, but spiritual, spiritually speaking, whatever is meant for you is held in trust. So it's funny that it's like held in trust and we're talking about Mm -hmm. trust, right? Yeah. So if, if an experience comes to you or a person or an opportunity of some sort and you're not fully ready for it on some level on the human plane, plane, then it will be held in trust for you and it will come back to you because it's meant for you. So what's yours, you will not lose. So you ever notice how you seem to have like the same experiences over and over in your life or sometimes, especially I think we notice it with the challenging experiences. We feel like sometimes we've, we've lived a certain scenario before or had the same struggle over and over and over again. And that's really the universe's way of trying to show us where we need to stretch and grow or heal those situations that, you know, you feel like you've had the same relationship five times, uh, you know, that it's ended in the same way or that you walk away feeling um, the same 
negativity, whether that's, you know, a sense of abandonment or betrayal or hurt or whatever, it's, it's not that these people are coming into your lives to like, with the intent of deliberately hurting you. It's just that that is the way that the universe is constructing for you to actually examine that piece within you spiritually that needs to be healed and bring it to the surface so that it can be healed. So just like Lauren's saying, any experience where maybe you didn't learn from it in the way that it was intended, or maybe you didn't rise to your full potential, it will be brought back around for you. It was held for you in trust until you were ready to receive it. And that's, again, I think we can all examine our lives and look back and recognize areas that keep coming up for us again and again and again. And that's just another testament to the universe will deliver for us until we are able to, and holds that, that experience and that highest potential until we are able to actually receive it. Oftentimes trusting is a matter of surrendering, right? Always. Always. (laughs) Semantics. All right. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Um, Look, you know, in moments you don't know what else to do, but say, I surrender this. Like I just, you throw your hands in the air. Like I just have to trust. (laughs) Christy's dancing. (laughs) Sorry guys, it's late. (laughs) Okay. So yeah, you know, surrendering when confusion comes up in your life and, or, you know, an indecisiveness about something or just anything, anything that comes up, you, you surrender it to a higher power, whatever you believe in, you can surrender it to the universe, to God, and just say, you know, I trust that this is going to going to work itself out. So oftentimes when we release that tight grip, then the energy opens for it to work itself out rather than having that tight controlling grip. And then there's no window or opening for the light to come in because you're hanging on so tightly, you know, so, um, yeah, it's having that like relationship with your with your source to be able to do that. So it's trusting in the universe and in your source or in your angels to to call upon their help and just s- surrender it. You know, we talk about surrendering in yoga. You know, often the poses symbolize a surrender, a letting go, a releasing. Um, and there's a reason for it. You know, you you have to clear before something new can new can enter. So I want to talk about distrust in relationships. Where does that come from? First of all, we mentioned the past issues that, you know, you're creating a story around your past relationships that could be affecting your current. So, you know, your ex, let's just say, cheated on you. And now you have a distrust in this current relationship or current partner because of what happened with the ex. So it's a reexamination of the past, the past wound, and also looking at your possible lack of self-esteem, uh, you know, that word's kind of like old school, but the, the, that self-love, that self-worth, confidence, um, all of that. So it always comes back to, again, our love for ourselves and trusting, surrendering. You want to add to that? No, I think you covered it. <laughs> I, I think you covered it. I think it's it's really just like Lauren's saying about um, you know, anything that's coming up for you, 
currently in a relationship type situation or any other situation is just really an opportunity for you to reexamine where you may have gotten it wrong in the past. And by getting it wrong, what I mean is, you know, in a situation where say maybe you were cheated on just to use your example and you took that so personally and you held that wound and that's a deep, deep hurt. That is a very deep hurt, but you actually like take that on as a part of who you are and believe that that you're flawed somehow. And I think that that that's where we make the mistake of identifying so deeply with a wound that we take it on as a part of who we are. And, you know, a new relationship might bring up some triggers for you because of that past hurt, but all those triggers are really there to do is to shed light on the areas where you still need to be healed. So again, going back to the concept of trust, the universe is always bringing to you what you exactly what you need to heal and ultimately become more happy. We're born trusting people. We're born in trust and in love. Babies and animals are in trust. You know, if you just kind of observe them, you know, my baby niece, like just witnessing her, it's like she's in full trust that she's going to be taken care of. Her needs are taken care of. She needs a diaper change. She needs to be fed. She needs to be held or she's sleepy. It's all taken care of for her. She doesn't like have to sit and dwell on whether or not she's going to be taken care of. It just is. It's just the natural state of things. And that's how it is for animals as well, you know, and, and us as children. And then it just somehow goes left, I think, with uh, our hurts that we go through. Setting your intention is going to be huge for staying in the heart space, staying in your heart and soul's space of love and trust. So, you know, you say, well, each day that I wake up, well, what is my intention for the day? Who do I want to be? What is my heart and my soul's greatest desires, highest purpose? What is my heart and my soul seeking to express today? So your answer might look something like love or joy, inspiration, strength, courage, things like that. Well, when you're in a place of distrust, that is not aligned with your intention. So again, it all comes back to intention. Almost every cast we do it's like it comes back to intention and that just like simplifies it. You know, you use that emotional gauge in the moment. Like I'm having this like distrustful thought is coming up. This ego based thought is coming up. And is this aligned with my intention? Is this what my heart and soul really wants? Well, if it's making me feel bad emotionally and like physically, and it's not aligned with my intention, which I said was to you know, express love or to express peace, joy, beauty, then it's easy to drop it because you say, well, that's not who I am. Well, it goes back to the intention of who you want to be and your heart and soul. So distrust is a fabrication of the ego mind, really, right? (laughs) Your eyes lit up like I just used a big word. (laughs) Whoa, fabrication, she said. I was just vibing with what you were saying. Okay. <laughs> I know you know big words. I challenge you to scrabble. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, um, it's a constant play. Christy and I were talking about this like grapple between like love and fear all day long. This like, you know, between heart, mind, 
ego, heart, love, trust, just this all day long bouncing back and forth. And I know a lot of you guys can relate to it because you have these moments where you feel like, yeah, I'm so, I feel so alive and so happy and excited and loving and caring. And then you have moments where you feel like the world is against you, but we were put on this earth for a reason. You know, you think that like God just like made a mistake with you. Like that's false thinking. Like there's a reason that you were, that you were born. There's a reason, a purpose for you to live out here. So, um, you're not going to be forgotten. The universe will not forget about you. You are a child of the universe, a child of God, and you will not be forgotten. You are assisted every step of the way. Like Neil Donald Walsh said yesterday that in his seminar that people, you know, called in and they asked um, or wrote in and said, well, Neil, why do some people get life right? And some people just don't. And he said, well, some people know how life works. And that is to trust that you are not on this journey alone. You are supported. Use your resource of God and angels. You know, I don't know if he said angels or I'm just adding it, but (laughs) 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 can always add them in, you know, to help you walk this, walk this journey. You're not alone. And that, so you, so you trust and you surrender to this constant support that is there for you. So again, we're spiritual vibrational beings that have the support system with us at all times, even when we're feeling really low and lonely alone. We're not, we're never alone. Yeah. I love that. I think that one of the reasons why we find it so hard to trust and to turn that trust over to a higher power is that I think each of us individually feels on some level that we're flawed. Like you were saying, you know, why do some people get life right? And some people don't, I think that each of us on some level, and I'll speak for myself and um, maybe for you too, Lauren, that, you know, we feel like, okay, you see all these people around you, living like playing the game of life, you know, and getting it right. And you feel a little off, like maybe a disconnect and you wonder if maybe it just wasn't meant to work out for you. And I think that that's complete crap. I think that, you know, we all feel that on some level in some way at some time, but I think that it's, it's certainly, it's not true. And I think that something that can help us, just like you were saying to get away from that or get back to that space of love is, is just reconnection with, with our purpose and, and whatever that purpose is, that intention that we know, because we all know deep down in our soul at some level, what we're here to bring forth. And by allowing ourselves to fully trust, turn over that trust into the higher, into our higher power, whatever it is that you believe in and allow that higher power to, to guide you in, in, your life's unfolding. That's, that's really the goal. That's really where some people get it right. And and some people haven't gotten it right quite yet. Yeah. The ego, the ego is there to basically protect you. We talked about this like fight or flight in the last cast, I believe, you know, the ego is there basically to protect you from being hurt. You know, look like if we all have these wounds from the past, the ego is going to come in and try to protect you from that projected potential again with the wide <laughs> eyes projected i'm just thinking about <laughs> what you're saying tonight thank you um <laughs> you know these um potential like dangers so so the ego's there to you know kind of block it before it could even happen 
So like, okay, let me stay in distrust because my ex cheated on me. So now the ego is going to not let you trust and be fully present in your new relationship to block any potential hurt from happening again to you in the present moment. It's the opposite of love. So ego is essentially closing the heart, right? And love is the opening of the heart. So yeah, again, it just goes back to your intention, your purpose, and using that emotional gauge in the moment to say, is this right for me? Like, yeah, we're going to have those thoughts. Yeah, we have those moments, but it's a matter of not attaching to them because it's not really who you are. If you think about the moments where you feel like you've been so alive and so happy, like that's who you are, not the distrusting person that is like in this monkey brain ego twisted up place all the time, you know, like this ego tornado. That's not you. You are this like shining light of joy and love. And the opposite is just your ego just trying to like protect you. And, you know, we could see it for what it is when the thoughts come up. Like, okay, I see what you're trying to do here. I get your point, Mr. Ego. I get your point. But, um, and thank you for showing me, but um, I'm good. (laughs) You know, you don't need to stick with me all day. I I get the point. So yeah, you know, it all comes back to that uh, choice between love and fear and every moment, essentially, we have free will to choose. Yeah. So it's a moment by moment practice. And that's definitely one tool that we can use. That's kind of where I was leading next is how do we stay in that energy of trust? So as Lauren said, moment to moment, choosing, recognizing when those fearful thoughts are coming up, when those distrusting thoughts are coming up and choosing not to invest in that any longer and, you know, replacing it with a thought that does feel more in line with your truth. I think another thing that we can do is, you know, we talked about it earlier, but examining the past and reminding ourselves, you know, if we're sitting in the middle of a situation that we are having a hard time feeling like life is unfolding as it should, if we're having a hard time finding that trust, examine areas of your life in the past, like last week or years ago, where you had that same concern, worries, anxiety over the future, and recognize that you're still here standing, breathing, stronger, more aware, more experienced, whatever it is, that that situation, like life had your back actually, even though you didn't realize that it did. Like you basically can, can re, uh, debunk that idea yeah. or that distrusting thought. You know, you say, oh, this person's doing this to me for this reason, this crazy story that the ego creates. And then within a day's time or whatever, you find out that you realize that that wasn't even true. So, so many times it's the stories have been debunked and then therefore... <laughs> You know, I can't think of another yeah. better word, but Mythbuster, myth <laughs> whistleblower. So another thing that you can do is, is simply just to connect to that energy of love and trust on a daily basis and whatever that is for you. For me, that's meditating first thing in the morning. That's making that connection and setting the intention to connect with love throughout the day and come from that space of love, to be loved, to share love, to give love. That's 
that's connecting with my true self. That's connecting with my, my higher power, my source, my energy that keeps me in that trusting, loving energy. So that's definitely another tool that you can use. And another thing that Lauren and I were talking about is really just standing more convicted in, in the areas where you do recognize that the universe is supporting you. Like share your, share your experience if you don't mind from the other, from the parking lot. Oh my God, that was so embarrassing. <laughs> okay. We've all been there. Okay, so you guys ready for this? Um, yeah, so I was pulling into the parking lot in a, um, of, a, of a supermarket, and I guess it was kind of a narrow parking space. We'll just say that. And um, driving a sedan, and I'm used to driving an SUV. We'll say that too, add that in. And I kind of didn't make the turn quite. Um, gracefully. as gracefully as I would have liked <laughs> as or as effectively. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, like, so I kind of um, did a little crash into like a, I don't know, Yukon Denali or like a <laughs> an expensive big black SUV. And um, yeah, I believe it was like a Yukon Denali or like a black, looked like an Escalade or something. There was a woman who witnessed it in the background, the look on her face, you know, it it apparently made noise. And, um, I was thinking, oh my God, I really hope that it didn't make a mark on this person's truck. And I went outside to make sure, and there was no mark on the person's truck. And I remember thinking like, that was divine intervention. Someone had my back in that moment. So it's, it's about taking these situations where, you know, you've heard of the like, glass half full, the glass half empty comparison, but it's so true. I mean, it's wherever you choose to put your mindset. You could look at that and be like, okay, I made a mistake. I, you know, swiped this car, or you could look at it and say, wow, I was really being looked after today. And the more that we consciously put our energy and that faith and that trust that we are being watched out for, the more that we will begin to recognize. So it's kind of like Marianne Williamson talks about strengthening your attitudinal muscles, but that's one that that's an attitude that is really important that we should really seek to strengthen is that energy of trust of, you know, being guided, of feeling protected. And the more that we actually focus on that, just like anything, the the stronger that conviction becomes and grows. And the more that we're able to actually recognize and draw those experiences into our lives where we, where we deeply know that we are being watched out for and guided. And at the root of it, any distrust is the false thinking that we are separate. It's the illusion of separateness, right? So the truth is that we are all one. And so when you're distrusting of nature itself or life itself, the universe or of people around you, it's because you're thinking that they are separate (laughs) from you, right? You're on your own. You're just like this separate entity, but we're all connected. So if the flowers and trees can grow on their own, you know, without this constant struggle, they're just taken care of. And we are connected to that. We're connected to all of nature. Then aren't we, why are we exempt from that? We're not. We're totally taken care of in the same, the same way, right? Like Marianne Williamson says, like a baby growing in the womb. Yeah. It's just a natural process. Yeah. And there's just this like natural tapestry of life that we are a part of. 
And we just need to just sit back and trust it and let ourselves be in joy and in awe watching it all like distant observers and stop judging every moment to be good or bad or just be and just breathe and just allow yourself that joy because I think the distrust goes back to the labeling things as bad because if everything was good or everything was neutral to you then you wouldn't have that distrust right you just trust because everything's always been neutral or or good for you it's because you're you're judging something to be bad or hurtful you're in distrust now because you but if you knew that that situation was just neutral or there to help you grow then you'd be in trust hopefully that makes sense so we really just want to encourage you guys over the next month to really begin to strengthen those trust muscles, I guess for lack of better words, but start to examine the areas in your life where you're maybe not feeling so trusting and use the tools that we've given you to bring more of that energy consciously into your life to really instill that conviction within yourself. And I mean, this is what Lauren and I are going to be working on as well, that life's got your back, you're being guided, everything is working out as it should be, and that you are protected, you are guided, and you are loved. So we want to thank you guys for being here this evening with us, and we hope that you can dip back into who you really are, which is a loving, trusting being of light. Have a great day, night, wherever you are in this world. (laughs) And we appreciate your love and support. Have a great night.